Okay, no stupid countdowns today. Just go. <laughs> Speak, Justin. <laughs> he, he can't. He hasn't been to start. There's no right stupid countdown. Right now, Tom. Though. Go ahead. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. If you're just checking us out from the internet, uh, you can find us at kfpodcast.com. Uh, all the other social media places at the KF Podcast. Exactly. You can listen to us here on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or Blueberry or all the other podcast places. Yeah. Um, this is the Pop Culture Week in Review. Yeah. yeah and this is the Facebook preview. Yep. Also now known as the Vimo preview, because I added us to Vimo. Oh, God. And you can, and I'm not are, we gonna get, are we going to get a fucking TikTok account now? I'm not paying for Vimo, so you can only upload like 5 meg a week or 500 oh meg a week or something like that. So it's one Facebook so preview we, video. we got to make sure this is good. <laughs> That's it. So as much as you can put out there, because I'm not paying for that site to host videos. So, that's it. We're just spreading our wings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, limited crew, Don, Brock, Hi. and me. Limited no Ken. No Ken. He's in a faraway land. So what's on the show, Don? Well, today on the show, um, a lot of news that you gathered about... Uh, we're going to review the Joker movie. Well, Brock's going to review it because he saw it. I saw it. You guys didn't see it? I didn't see I'm it. I, I read. I know everything that happens. I watched a bunch of, like, explain the ending vi- things to it, so I know all about it. And I don't care if you spoil it. Okay. So, you can spoil <laughs> There's not really anything to spoil. I mean. So, you give us our full review, and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of TV news. Batwoman debuted last week. Uh, Flash premiered this week. Uh, so, a lot of different things to talk about there. Um, I think we have some video game news this week. Yeah, I'll follow up on our talk last week about the Pokemon 24-7 or 24-hour live stream. Okay. And we'll get into some wrestling at the end and some sports and all kind of fun stuff. Brock has a story about a parakeet. Parakeets, yeah. Go ahead. Do you want to open with that? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Parakeet story in the beginning. Who doesn't like that? Well, apparently the people of Madrid don't like parakeets. They don't? No. They have an overpopulation problem with parakeets. Wherever you go, there's a parakeet in Madrid. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember that, but it's been nine years since I was there. You were in so. Madrid? Yeah. Well, how long? What year was that? 2010? Well, then there were only about 1,700 parakeets okay. in Madrid. So they've been banging. They've been banging. Now there's like 12,000 parakeets in Madrid. Wow. Scientists are confused on how they're surviving because they're a tropical bird. But they've like adapted to life in Madrid and are causing all kinds of problems. Doesn't Madrid, isn't it warm in Madrid? Madrid's in Spain, so it's get it's kind of seasonal. It's I think it's seasonal. Temperate, yeah. yeah. What is that word you just used? Temperate. Don't so, start with your fucking words over there. Science. Don't, don't start. Remember, we can't talk about science with I, him. I have a vocabulary, <laughs> and I have just want to. Yeah, no science with me. This is the idiot edition because I'm on. But uh, so the problem is, basically, first of all, they banned the purchase, selling, and buying parakeets as pets in all of Spain because of this. And you can just walk outside and grab one. You can just, if you really wanted one, you could just grab one. But they're ethically calling them, which <laughs> I read is... How, how do you target ethically culling a parakeet? I don't know. Like, if you put poison bird seed out... You're going to kill other birds. You're going to kill other birds. Yep. I mean, how can you hunt them? They're so small. Yeah, you're not shooting a parakeet. There's one company that's been, like, neutering them. And it's costing, like, $9 a pop (laughs) to neuter these parakeets. So they're, like, catching them. 
neuter them and release them back into the wild. <laughs> yeah. If they capture it, why don't you just kill it while they have it there? There was one incident <laughs> where uh, they they do like a community nest, mm-hmm. parakeets. The, the nest gets so big, they weigh over 400 pounds, and it fell on a guy and killed him. Holy shit. Jesus. So it just, like, fell out of a tree. They're destroying all the crops because and, like, eating all the, the bugs and stuff because they're, they're from a tropical environment where bugs and stuff are plentiful. Yeah. So now you have all these invading parakeets that are just taking That's over. It's crazy. It's an invasive species. So they, uh, That's what they, they just it. tell everybody to just start killing them on site when you see them. They haven't said that yet because they want to ethically call them. <laughs> Well, that would just turn everyone loose. I'd be like, if you Cats. see a fucking parakeet in the, anywhere, uh, smash it, kill it, squeeze it, shoot it, strangle it, whatever you do, just get cats. Just bring in a bunch of cats and just start killing them all off. Bunch of Sylvester's. Or bring in a bunch of, like, hawks. Yeah. And then you'd have a hawk problem. Yeah. Bring a bunch yeah, because those aren't native to the area. <laughs> no. Or, like, condors. I think cats are your best bet. You need some birds to do some hunting too. Some owls. Some owls would owls. fuck that up. Yeah. yeah, I bet you there's owls in Spain. Yeah, they'd kill them all European at night. Just get a bunch of owls. But um, I, I just saw that article. It was like one of those clickbaity things that came up, and it was actually it redirected like a Fox to a Fox News article. So it's like somewhat legitimate, I hmm. guess. It was Fox. Fox News. Take that for what it is. Watch it. But I, I clicked on a related article to this, and then there is a snakehead fish. I was just going to bring that up. That's, that's taken over Georgia. What the hell's a snakehead fish? It's a northern snakehead. It's a species of fish that's native here, mm-hmm. but they've been found in Georgia. And so it has a snakehead. Yeah, because they they can live on both land and water. Yeah, they can breathe air. So <laughs> bringing your bringing up your point about just letting people loose, the Georgia Wildlife yep. like office has literally said, if you see one, fucking kill it. They like, kill on site. <laughs> But then you, they want you to call where you're at so they can GPS locate where it was found. And come and just kill the rest of them that they found. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're Are they eating other... They're thing? killing all the bass. Yeah, they're killing bass. And they have like a snake head? Yeah, they're, they're really creepy looking. Yeah, they're... They they're, grow to be about three feet long. Ugh. It looks like a big snake with two little fins, and then it like kind of walks on those. Ugh, that's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. But you're allowed to kill those on sight when you see them. Yep. Mm. The parakeets are being ethically called. <laughs> I don't know why. I like how you... You like saying that too. <laughs> ethically <though>. called. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good buzzword. But, uh, yeah, I found the inner... Because I always... Like, my dad always had parakeets. And I guess the, the problem that everyone was complaining about was the noise. Because parakeets, even though they're little, are very loud. Yeah, they're annoying as shit. So when you have that many in like a just a city, it's just completely like that's all you hear. But they also yeah. are like a, a heavy carrier of bird flu and a couple other, you know, deadly avian things that viruses. are transferable. Yeah, like to wow. humans. All right, so there's your preview. Yep. That, oh, if that was the preview. Yeah, if you see that was the preview. If you see parakeets. Fucking kill them over there. And you're and you're listening to us. <laughs> you're not afraid. Unless it's a, only if it's ethically killing. Yeah. <laughs> ethically how, called. How do you ethically kill something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're taking the eggs. Is one of the things they were doing. Yeah, they're taking the eggs. <laughs> Make tiny Pretty, little omelets. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> Stealing the eggs, neutering them. <laughs> Pretty soon you're just gonna be like, fuck it, and just shooting them with shotguns. Birdshot. Birdshot. <laughs> that won't kill a man. <laughs> right, It'll so kill a bunch of parakeets. If you want to keep hearing this nonsense, go over yeah. to uh, wherever this you listen to. This is the best to. we had to offer. <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts, find us on there, or go to SoundCloud, or iTunes, or whatever, and we'll see you over there. Thank you, female listeners, and everybody else. All right.
So the box office, this is a good lead-in. Last week, number one movie in America, Joker, ninety-six million. Pretty Broke, good opening. Uh, Venom's record. Yeah. For October. Yep, it did. It um. It beat. It broke other records. It broke a Monday and Tuesday October box office record. How close was it to Deadpool's R-rated uh, opening? I don't know. I don't have those in front of me. Justin will find that. Worldwide, it's made two hundred and eighty-one million so far. And it cost them sixty million to make. Box office mojo said fifty-five. Okay. Probably around the same when advertising and all that. Yeah. So it's a huge success for them. Mm-hmm. It didn't really leave it open for a sequel. Well, apparently, from what I read up on it, is that it's not supposed to be at all. That that, I, from what I understand, is you know how DC has these black label comic books, yeah, and Elseworlds and all. And that. Elseworlds, they don't use Elseworlds anymore. Now they say black label. Okay, is their is their go to now? Everything's black label if it's an Elseworld type book. That they might actually start calling this film line black label films. Okay, and you'll get a Joker movie. You'll, you'll never get a sequel. You just get one offs of mm-hmm. everything. I don't think. Yeah. I think a sequel would ruin it. You might get Superman like Red Sun one day or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, that's the kind of stuff I think they should focus on because they can't build a universe. Yeah, because they hire these prima donna actors who can't seem to get things together. True. Um, uh, sorry, rated R opening weekends: uh, Deadpool, Deadpool Two, It, and then Joker in fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay. It didn't. The, the, nothing even came close. Uh, uh, Abominable was like eleven million, and mm-hmm. that's still pretty good for that. Yeah, it had a good opening. Downton Abbey, another seven million for that movie. So, but Joker was the thing. So, your Joker review. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers. I don't want to spoil because I kind of want people to see it. All right, so no spoiler. Spoiler free. Joker review. It's definitely a different take on like the whole. I mean, he's not like a maniac, like he is in like every other incarnation. Where it's more Heath Ledger Joker. Mm-hmm. But not as extreme. He doesn't come to Joker until the last twenty minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's like the the paint gives him his confidence, like throughout the the thing. Mm-hmm. I can spoil a couple little things. Like he has a medical condition caused by head trauma that makes him laugh uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they use that to explain like the maniacal laughing all the time, and he always has it in like weird like. Uncomfortable uh, situations, yeah, and yeah. it just freaks people out and things like that. But um, I really liked it. I like the slow build. Like, there's all these bad things that happen to him throughout, and you know, like you can see why you know this could cause somebody to to snap. I didn't really like how like he inspired like a whole movement of the whole like all these people riding, like the eat the rich movement kind of thing. I guess I'm spoiling the whole movie, but uh, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Now, now we're doing spoilers, so now we're just talking. Yeah, because I got questions. Okay, you can ask me questions. Um, So a lot of this movie, from what I understood, is he's imagining a lot of stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Like he he gets a girlfriend. Yeah. And he's hanging out with her, and he's like, then he goes to her apartment and kisses her, and she comes to his comedy club, and none of that happened. Right. Like she then realizes that that was all in his head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do like a flashback to each scene where he was with her. And he's alone. Yeah. So a lot of people are questioning, like, did he ever really become the Joker? Was that all really in his head? Like, mm-hmm. is he just, he was in Arkham, or in with his therapist in the beginning, is he just crazy and he never really was a Joker and none of that stuff happened? That's that's a theory my wife actually had, or mm-hmm. that he made, you know, like, he fit, 
embellished a lot of his origin to yeah. make people feel bad for him because that's a that's a running thing they've done in the comics like whenever he's at Arkham and he's talking about and even Heath Ledger's Joker like when he's talking about his origin it always well, changed he, every yeah time. the the scars he gave like I think three different versions of yeah. how he got the scars mm-hmm. yeah so Dai actually thought that whenever he was ta- he was talking to a therapist in the last scene of the movie mm-hmm. and he was and he was then they start showing flashbacks of different things from the movie and he starts laughing and she's like well what's so funny he's like oh you wouldn't get the joke so it's like, that's what made her think that he made the whole thing up. But to, doesn't it seem like he killed her then because he's running yeah, down the hallway? he definitely killed her. Yeah. But, um... And then, I guess he goes to Wayne Manor at one part of it. Mm-hmm. And he screws with, like, Bruce at the gate. Yeah. Like, tries to make him smile, and mm-hmm. Alfred, like... Well, he's being nice to him. Yeah. Until Alfred showed up, and then... Like, he was doing magic tricks for him and stuff like that, because at that point, he thought he was his brother. Because he thinks that... Sh- his mother lies to him and tells him that... Bruce Wayne or Thomas Wayne was your dad. He got me pregnant. He oh was wow! Your dad. So I so guess he went there to confront Thomas Wayne. He's like, I just need to talk to Mister Wayne. And then Alfred shows up and like chases him away. And, and Alfred's stuff. like a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then Thomas Wayne reveals to him that his mother was crazy. Your mother was crazy. You're not my son. So he went. You're not even her son. She adopted you. So he went and stole medical records and stuff to prove it, and found the adoption papers and all that stuff. But I'm thinking the whole time. The Waynes were billionaires in the 80s. They could have very easily fabricated all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think that added to the conflict of character. Like, he didn't he didn't know what was true. Well, I think from one guy's point of view that I saw, and it said that, like, you know, the Joker, he has no origin. He's mm-hmm. like a blank slate. Yeah. You don't know his name. No one ever tra- I mean, Batman tried to use Metron to figure out what the Joker's right. name was. and It didn't even He know. said, what Joker? There's three. <laughs> so no one knows who he is. You know, even in the movies... He's never portrayed as having anything other than the 89 Batman where they called yeah. him Jack Napier. Right. So in this movie, he was called, what, Arthur Fleck? Yeah. But then you realize that you think he's a Wayne, he's not a Wayne, mm-hmm. but then he's not even really a Fleck because right. his mother adopted him, so he's not Arthur Fleck. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the movie, they leave him with that, like, blank slate Joker. Uh-huh. That he's, like, nobody. Right. You know, so. Um, and then even, like, the Killing Joke origin was kind of that way, too. And, comedian. Mm-hmm. And they touched on all the different main mythos. And he apparently makes... People start riding in his name because he kills like some sub people on a subway who were going to beat him up. Yeah, it was basically... like He killed these three stockbroker guys who, were, I guess, worked for Wayne Industries or something like that. Yeah, a lot of Wayne tie-ins. And um, the first two were definitely in self-defense, but then he chases the third one down and just kills him in cold blood. <laughs> well... Or the witness or whatever. <laughs> um... In that, like, that starts the whole, like, eat the rich mentality because everything's on strike, like, all, like, social services, Uh, waste management, all that stuff's on strike in different areas of Gotham. So it's, like, civil unrest already because of all that. And so Mm -hmm. then whenever he did this, it kind of, like, just started a movement with all these different groups of people because it was, like, the the privileged and then everybody else. And then Thomas Wayne was running for mayor and all that. Interesting. And... When he has this ride at the end, I guess he goes on J- De Niro's show, mm-hmm. and he admits to all these crimes, and then shoots and kills Robert De Niro, like on the TV. host on TV, <laughs> and then all these people start riding, and one of the riders kills the Wayne family, wearing a cloud mask, uh, goes down an alley and kills Thomas Wayne and his son when they're leaving the theater and all that. Okay. So they're tying in like the Joker was responsible for. But it they even did the stupid pearl scene. They did the pearl scene. <laughs> You know, the pearls and all that shit, so. But yeah, I really liked it. It was a different take. Like, 
it wasn't like a good old feel good superhero movie. It was you know it was dark. It wasn't like everyone complaining about the violence. There were only a couple really violent scenes, and it wasn't mm-hmm. like anything like too gruesome. I didn't think. Mm-hmm. You know, you see worse on TV. I think no. Yeah, probably nowadays. Because he, I mean, he did blow a couple of people's brains out and stuff mm-hmm. like that, didn't he? Well, he killed this one guy with a pair of scissors. That was pretty, pretty gruesome. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, like I said, I think they're going to start doing a lot more of these. Mm-hmm. These just one-off movies that I think they're eventually going to label them DC Black Label movies. Like yeah. they do their comics. That they're it was, dark, it was they're very pretty, they're are. Mm-hmm. You know, standalone. Standalone. Yeah, I don't want them to do a sequel or anything. I don't want them to touch the, this this version of Joker ever again. I just want them to put it in a box and say this was good and just leave it leave it as its own thing. With the money that it's made, I know. <laughs> and and Joaquin Phoenix has said he'd be willing to come back. Yeah, and he never does that. Yeah. I mean, so what do you do with it then? Like you have him then turn him into Joker. Have him be in like the new Batman movie. As, and as they can make that take place in the '90s or something like that. And yeah, because the character they say is age is thirty in the movie. I mean, he looks older than that because he was abused his entire life. How old? You know, but pushing fifty. Yeah, and he was all skinny and like beat up. And yeah, like, he, he got walked, really skinny for the yeah. Movie. It was kind of scary looking. But yeah, and he walked with a limp and stuff the whole movie because then they go back and like he finds all the. Forty-four, like police reports and stuff like that, where he was abused mm-hmm. by his mother and all that. And um, so, yeah. I mean, now, um, other than El- other than Alfred, Thomas Wayne, Bruce, and all that, was there mm-hmm. any other like not that I picked up on? Gordon mentioned, no. or, or, you know, any? No, not that I picked up on. Huh. So the Joker then, because Bruce was like, "How old is Bruce in this?" Like he 10. Was, yeah, he was little. So, Joker's like 20 years older than him. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Which I guess could work. Yeah. If they wanted to do that. Because it, it takes place in the early 80s. So, no other major um, uh, references to no. DC characters. Just, just Batman stuff. Batman the Batman origin, basically. No other villains. No. I was wondering if they would do, like, Penguin or... I was expecting to see Mr. Zaz in this one scene where they were going through this mental hospital. They were yeah. talking to this guy. I was looking at him like, oh, is there scars on him or something mm-hmm. like that? Because he's just going crazy and, like, talking about how he killed somebody or something like that. And, like, right. that could be Zaz, but maybe it was his first kill, so he didn't have any. Yeah. How many uh, hats would you give it? I'll give it four. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there yeah, you go. I, I would see it again. Like, I'll wait till. Home, home video. Yeah, I'll watch it on but Netflix or something. Yeah. DC Universe. Yeah, there you go. I gotta get my DC Universe back. Definitely. Yeah, definitely you're not watching movie. Titans. You're an idiot. <laughs> Alright, cool. Thanks. No Thank problem. You. This kind of ties right into a, a bit of news we had on here about uh, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> so go ahead, Justin. Tell us about Martin Scorsese and how he pissed everyone off. So, he came out and Jonathan Hickman. He was. Um, <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh yeah. He can. Um, in an interview, somebody asked him about um, comic book movies, and I think I think Marvel, he did Joker, right? He was involved. He was a producer 
who they basically... Ba- I, I read an article about this because everybody was like, oh, you don't like these, yada, 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 but yeah. yet you did this. Well, he really didn't. Yeah. They needed his production company in New York City. Okay. And so once he got his production company involved, he just basically stepped away and handed it off to his partner. So it was really... They were just using his name. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get the comment here so I can read it. Um, Silence is what people like. Sorry. Um, well, I'll talk about... There's one bit of controversy about this movie, the Joker movie that I'll jump on board with. Okay. They use Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2 in it. Oh. And he's set to get like $200,000 in royalties for this movie. And he's like serving like 90 years or something for raping children or something like that. And oh, he's in jail? Yeah. I didn't know Clary yet. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that either until I saw all this outrage. Does no one use that song anymore? No, that's why you don't hear it anymore. Oh, wow. So when, as he became the Joker, he's dancing down the stairs to that song. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just this, you see these two figures watching him at the top of the stairs. And die. like, who's watching him? And they cut up and it's just two police officers. Like, what's going on? And he's dancing to Gary Glitter. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so Marvel Scorsese <laughs> was interviewed by Empire Magazine, and they asked him about like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and other like comic book movies. And he says, "I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks." It isn't cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. He can go fuck himself. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's completely wrong. How's it, how are some of those movies not cinema? But like a movie like he I don't is or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't give. I he, he is one of the greatest directors, the greatest producers of all time. But that's his opinion. Yeah. It's a stupid I don't thing to say. Fucking care. Um, yeah, it, it is kind of a stupid thing to say, but he's allowed to have his own opinion. Mm-hmm. The thing that I've heard a lot of people, other than like fanboys, that are like just I like, said? yeah, yeah like that you. are just like, yeah. fuck him. Like, fine, he's allowed to have his opinion. However, the thing that, that, that made like a lot of people mad was he said all this after having started the quote with, I don't see them. Yeah. So how the hell can he judge right. a movie that he's never well, even he tried. seen? Exactly. He tried to see them, and I guess they weren't playing in the theaters near yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, but I, I, I don't give a shit. I mean, if you're going to try and tell me that the last 30 minutes of Endgame, with the emotions in that movie, yeah. with like all the that stuff. The entirety of Endgame was an emotional roller coaster. Like, you don't see how that's like emotionally connecting people and all that stuff. That's cinema. Yeah. That was epic cinema on a major scale. I don't care if it was about Captain America and all that. That was well fucking done. Yeah. And that was really powerful. Absolutely. A lot better than, I, than a lot of other movies I've seen that are art films or whatever mm-hmm. that are just crap. Absolutely. And it's a stupid thing to say that you don't really need to. I know it's his opinion and all that. that but you know it's going to get people talking about it. It's them trying to be relevant. Mm-hmm. He was he was twi- he was the number he was trending worldwide there for a day yeah. and he was yeah. in USA today. And that's all it is. It's all he wanted. And he got what he wanted. We're talking about it. Yeah. But, but he does have a point to an extent with like the theme park aspect of it. Like people just go to see the bells and whistles a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but, but and not all the movies that are not comic book movies that are like that. Mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I mean, a oh, lot I'm sure. I'm sure he. There's a lot of movies. He that are just. Like that. They specifically asked him about that. I'm sure if he if they would have said, "Oh, what about the Fast and the Furious franchise?" But, he'd have probably said something very cinema similar. in general and entertainment and stuff like that. You have to make different kinds. Not everybody mm-hmm. wants to go and watch My Left Foot or uh, Schindler's yeah. List and yeah. be like emotionally drained yeah, at the end of it. Like, exactly. wow, that was a really depressing movie. Mm-hmm. What kids going to want to see any of those? Like, movies? like yeah, people want to go and laugh. People <laughs> want to go and, and be excited and be thrilled and have different mm-hmm. emotions. That's what it's for. Yeah. That's what movies are for. Yeah, it, genre of movies. That's a genre of movie. I've said that yeah. a million times before. It's his opinion. I, you yeah. know, who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, ultimately, now I like there were a couple. His last responses. movie Martin Scorsese made that was good. Wow, the Irishman that's coming out looks pretty fucking good. But um, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, don't start. Take me a minute. Yeah, we'll, go. We'll, we'll get that um, later. But like, <laughs> um, Jennifer Aniston made a comment this week that was. Not that she didn't like them, but she wished there were less of them. Uh, that's another stupid thing and, to say. But not no. But the way, and I kind of get her point. It's because she's not, because she's not in any of them. Exactly. Yeah. Those type of movies are taking parts away because they're actors that don't fit those roles, and so it's taking work away from from actors. And she's like you know, and she likes. How is it taking work away from? It's giving people roles. What? But there. But any, if you make a movie, if you made the movie Forty Two, the Jackie Robinson story, obviously that's she doesn't fit in that movie. I know. Neither does a bunch of but white she, guys. What she's <laughs> looking for specifically, she wants like the age of the romantic comedy to come. Gosh, out. Gosh, you know, you know what I mean. Her movies, most of them suck. When you make so, a, lo- a lot of her romantic com- romantic comic movies, they made too fucking many yeah. of them, and they were all bad because it was the same go. thing. A girl. But every superhero movie makes more than the last one. <laughs> yeah, they just keep doing well because they're well done yeah. instead of like another. But people want to know what happens. Yeah, like it's a, a bridging story. It's not just. Yeah. And as soon as they offer Jenna Anderson a role in like the next Eternals movie, like they did, because Selma Hyde never used to like. I, I remember her talking years ago. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't see those movies. No, I'm in Eternals. I'm part of the MCU. They all want to be a part uh-huh. of it. They all come calling for a role in it. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. The Hollywood uh, so stupid. Any movie you make can take a part. If it's a movie starring Italian guys, and it's a thing, obviously they're not going to cast a couple of black guys to, to play mafia dudes. If they're making a movie about Africa, they're not going to cast. I mean, movies do that. Yeah. That's the beauty of a movie. They cast different people for different role. I think Marvel is very diverse. Oh, Marvel's hugely diverse. Hugely diverse. Mm-hmm. I read and an article just today. getting more so. About yeah, the more 80, and more and more. 80 years of Marvel, and they were talking about how from the beginning they were so much more diverse than every other comic publisher and all yeah. that. And, and that they've just continued to be progressive with that, and that's why they're number one now. Yeah, I mean, look at... You had a movie starring an African-American lead... That made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. When the hell? Did, when was that ever going to happen in any other African American story except for Black Panther? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, all those people that they employed for that movie and all the stuff that it did for that. I mean, that movie was phenomenal. Got a Best Picture nomination. Yeah. Yeah. Joker's going to get one. Yeah, Joker's, Joker's going to win an Academy Joker's going to probably Joaquin Phoenix he deserves it will probably win best actor (laughs) he'll win best actor (laughs) and that'll be the second person to play the Joker to win that yeah because Ledger won Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. well he wasn't best actor he was best supporting supporting actor yeah but still an actor role in a quote unquote genre movie right well there you go good for Joaquin Phoenix 
He's the Joker. He's not my Joker, but he's the Joker. <laughs> he's uh, not Heath Ledger. He's dead. Um, Jared Leto's very sad. Did anybody see any of those articles? Yeah. I like Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> he, I don't know. He what, felt, what was it, betrayed in... I forget. What I can't. He's Morbius now. He don't care. Yeah, but I don't know why people don't like J- Leto's J- Joker. I thought it was well done. I, I think what people didn't like about him wasn't his fault. It was the costuming department's fault. Oh, yeah. People bitched about the bitch about those tattoos and how he looked. His I thought like you. I thought his acting was great. He was a gangster Joker. Yeah. yeah. People don't realize that when you read Batman for a long time, the Joker has appeared in many different forms. Yeah. They've made him. Anywhere from a gangster to a maniacal maniac mm-hmm. to like a comedy figure. Yeah. <coughs> He's been everything. And everyone's portrayed him. Cesar Romero was a great Joker <laughs> in the sixty six Batman. It was a goofy show. Yeah. But at the time he was he was really good as the yeah. Joker. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the Joker was like, you know, right. is the way he acted and like a clown. Mm-hmm. You know, Jack Nicholson was a good joker. He was a gangster joker. It, it fit the mold. I, I think the reason he was so upset is because like more than half of the scenes that they filmed with him got cut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was just felt like he never got a chance to get that Joker established before yeah. they went moved on to another Joker. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could still bring his Joker back because it's kind of still in that same universe with Harley Quinn. Maybe she references him in the trailer. So. Uh huh. But apparently, he's not in it. Yeah. Who knows? Because it's her emancipation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, the next one will be poor Jared right. Leto. Poor Jared Leto. Moment of silence for Jared Leto. All right, that's over. <laughs> um, last bit of DC news. Um, looks like our boy uh, Black Manta is up for a role in the a new Matrix film. I like that guy to play Black Manta. I want to see more of him. You wa- I'm wondering if, how they're going to go. Are they going to make him Morpheus, or is he going to be the new Neo? I don't know. I'd be okay with whatever he wants to be. Yeah, either he's one. A, he's a good actor. I'm just curious. He's a good action star. Yeah. Dude's... I mean, he was good. He was good as a Manta. I hope he comes back and plays more Manta, too. Yeah. Because he was really cool. I just hope the Aquaman universe continues moving forward. Yeah, continuing forward. <laughs> Speaking of Aquaman, you gave me this news that he's going to be in uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's filming a thriller for Netflix in starting, like, November 10th or 11th or something like that. And we're not allowed to tell my wife. <laughs> well, because all she's going to do is leave work to go find the set. Yeah, they go find Mimosa. Jason Mimosa. How about Jason Mimosa's new show coming out on Apple TV? You seen the previews for this? No. Yeah, no. but I have no idea what it's about. So I watched the trailer about it, um, because they just were showing it. It's called C, S E E E S E E. Um, it's a story that humans like. It's post-apocalyptic stuff, and years later, everyone's blind. No one can see. Okay. And they live in these tribes, and they like. <laughs> Man was so bad that, like, God punished man and took away their eyesight because man was horrible. So now Sounds people right. start having kids, and the next generation, all these kids being born, all of a sudden can see. They have vision, and they can tell that something's different with them, like, whether they're looking at stuff or doing stuff. So these tribes all, like, decide, like, the one tribe that's having the kids, they're going to kill these kids because, like, it's against God and all that. And they're like, no, the kids are the new generation. No, it's against our way of life. So they have to, like, go to war and protect these children. And it's all him walking around blind, like, having these battles. They're blowing horns so they can hear things. And it's like Bird Box, you know. Like, yeah, it's like, just thinking. Sounds a lot like Bird Box. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I have no intention of getting Apple TV, so. Yeah, I mean, I have enough streaming shit. So I don't know. 
Maybe it'll be good. They're doing a lot of their own. Everybody's doing their own programming now, so. Yeah. You have to have 9,000 streaming and big names going to these streaming things. Yeah, they try to grab a big name, pay them a lot. Yeah, because now they're competing with each other, all these different... Yeah. used to be the cable providers, now it's the streaming providers. Yeah, it's the streaming providers going, well, we got this, and we, we got that's this why guy. we got to go buy Sony, yeah. so we can get this yeah. and make a Ghostbuster show. And <laughs> Speaking of Sony and streaming services, it looks like Sony may be just selling off properties now, instead of say, selling off the brand. No. There's a big There's a big rumor <laughs> going around that um, the Masters of the Universe... That was we thought was in production mm-hmm. is being is probably going to get sold to Netflix because Sony owns the rights to Masters of the Universe. I guess. Okay. Because they were the ones working on the movie. My only problem with that is I don't want a Netflix movie. I want to make I want a box office movie. Yeah, I want to see it in the theater. I want to see it in the theater. I don't want to go see. Like I don't understand that. Like there's a Breaking Bad movie coming out this Friday. It's called um, El Camino. It stars one of the spinoff characters from it, Jesse. And it's on Netflix and in some theaters. Yeah. Who's going to go see it in theaters? What if you don't have a Netflix account? Like, buy a Netflix account. You just account, want to support the brand. Bu- buy a Netflix account for one month. Yeah. It's <laughs> still cheaper than the movie. Yeah, it's still yeah, cheaper exactly. than the movie. You get the movie and you get to watch a bunch of shit. You watch Stranger Things all in one month. You know, like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't understand why the double release like that. The reason for the double release is strictly so that they can, if they choose to, they can push for award season. For the Oscars, for all those award shows, it has to be released in a certain number of theaters okay. and has to be in theaters uh, for a certain number of days. After Bird spin-off Box got mo- snubbed. <laughs> spinoff movie is going to be award winning? No. No. <laughs> but it's a requirement, so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, they, they missed the boat with Bird Boxes. They don't want to do that again. <laughs> well, good news: an Inspector Gadget live-action reboot's coming. Oh boy, to Disney! I mean, who gives a shit about? Does the kids even know about Inspector Gadget today? No. Like, no. I worked on town when they filmed the Matthew Broderick one. I was like almost in that movie twice. Well, th- Claw's Tower was PPG Place. Yeah. I was working at the Brown Bag Deli downtown Pittsburgh, delivering bagels to that in the morning. They were always filming. That's funny. And they were like, "Do you want to be in this one scene?" And you could I was have been like, "Superstar Gary yeah. Williams." And then they were like, "It's going to be like forty minutes." I was like, "I have to get back to work. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> I get paid for this scene." No, all right, I got to get back to work. Um, yeah, that PPG play. It was supposed to be LexCore too when they were going to do that Nick Cage Superman movie. That was going to be that was wow. going to be LexCore because it was right around the same time and. Right after they filmed Inspector Gadget, that's when all the talk that they were doing the Superman Returns and whatever, you know, super whatever the Superman one was called, Superman Lives, I think is what it was mm-hmm. called. You know, did you ever watch that documentary about that horrible movie? No, and it was done by Kevin Smith. Or, um, uh, uh, not Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith was in it. It was um, done by a YouTube guy that I used to watch. With, with, with uh, um, Nick Cage wearing the outfit with the long hair. Yeah. The horrible outfit. I mean, it was terrible. I forget who was going to be Lex Luthor. In that movie. It wasn't a good cast. It was <laughs> terrible. But, you know. <laughs> if only, then he would have been... Nick Cage right now would have been involved in Crisis on... on uh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. everyone else Well, is. they were joking that they were going to... People were joking online with the producers asking if they were going to bring Nick Cage in. Yeah, Can't afford him. Can't afford him. John Schnepp was the, the writer and director of that All documentary. Right. John Schnepp, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so some Disney news. Um, Infinity War Blu-ray Saga... Saga, wait, Infinity War Saga Blu-ray Collected Edition. 550 bucks for this fucking thing. Yep. 
Who's going to buy that when you can get a wait a month? For, for Blu-rays? Yeah. What, what is it, 20 it's the, Blu-rays? It's the Ultra 4K. It's like the highest. But, yeah, it's... 20 it's Blu-rays? Aren't they like 20 bucks a piece? 25 mm-hmm. Blu-rays. It's a collector box. It's a bunch of extra like bonus features. There's some cards or some memorabilia or something in there. But, yeah. yeah just wait for Disney Plus. Bucks. They'll all be on Disney Plus. Not Hulk. Not Hulk. Is Hulk involved in this? I don't know. Maybe. Um, not Hulk. Not Spider-Man. It's for, it's for people who have more money than they know what to do with that are like super collectors. They're going to buy it. I've heard that it's... <laughs> I've heard, um, <laughs> I've heard they're doing list. it and li- they're only producing like a limited number. Justin definitely has it pre-ordered then. He doesn't want to miss out. Oh, yeah. He His dad already bought it for him. No. <laughs> That's crazy. That's it a is. lot of money for movies. Yeah. Like, I know you're a collector and you're going to display them somewhere. But. Well, that's like Ken joked when we were talking about it. When I first found the price, Ken was like, oh, I ordered two. And I'm like, what? One to watch and play with, the other one to leave yeah. in the package? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, so what's this on here? You put Robert Downey Jr. didn't want an Oscar push for his performance in Endgame. Yeah, apparently Disney um, put together like an Oscar campaign for Endgame. Um, and Robert Downey Jr. declined to participate. He's like, I don't, I don't need to be, I don't need to be pushed for that. So Why? I don't. He hasn't said. He was talking about Howard Stern asked him to, to directly. Why didn't you want it? And he went on this like complete like roundabout answer and like ended his answer and was just like, okay, what's the next question? And like completely avoided it. There's something odd there. He probably thinks they're trying to get him back. He doesn't want to lose the second Oscar to the Joker. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Did he lose it to Joker once before? Heath, when Heath Ledger won for Best Supporting Actor, he was up. I can't remember what movie it was, but he was up for Best Supporting Actor. Do you think Robert Downey Jr. would get it for Tony Stark? No. And, and no. Get, no. I don't think so. No. He was good. He was excellent. It was the best, portray- it was the best portrayal of that character out of any appearance, so was Chris Evans as Cap. I mean, he's yeah. pretty damn good in that. And, and that's the other thing. Who? How can you? How can you give? Like, there. That's an ensemble cast. There isn't right. like a main character. Yeah, is he a supporting? He'd be a yeah, supporting. Yeah, at the best, at best, it would have been best supporting actor that mm-hmm. he could have been nominated for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, who knows? I like this next one you put on here because you started with. Stupid set photos is the title of this one. <laughs> From Eternal, show the actors just looking like normal people. It's it's the the big one. They were like first shot of what's his name as Icarus, and it's him looking like the fucking Fonz <laughs> in jeans, a white t shirt, and a denim jacket. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not fucking Icarus. It's Icarus on Earth. It is. Angelina Jolie kneeling down next to a pond with blonde hair. You're gonna say like kneeling down in front of a guy. I didn't know where you were going with that. I mean, it's I don't know, it's just stupid. We've talked about this before. The Eternals that age. Yay! Can't wait for this I, one. I just don't. I don't care about set photos of these people as actors. I want to see set photos of like the fucking spaceship and them in their costumes. Most of it's probably CGI anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That was everything from Endgame was CGI. I don't know why they had the CGI, those pin particle suits and stuff, but like if you watch yeah. the deleted scenes, they're just walking around in mocap suits. Yeah. Yeah. For everything. Like they couldn't just make those suits. Because they zapped on and off and <laughs> yeah, even even um Tom Holland's like even the like the spandex looking suit, mm-hmm. it's all CGI. 
Mm. He doesn't even wear a real suit anymore. It's a mocap suit that they colorized to put the Spider-Man stuff on. Yeah, I mean that's everything. So though, lame. That's why movies cost so damn much to make. Uh huh. Just make a costume. Puppets. Puppets. Bring back puppets. <laughs> the next Avengers movie, they're gonna fight puppets. <laughs> it's a Galactus puppet. <laughs> I like the stop motion claymation, like the old like Sinbad movies and stuff like that. <laughs> oh God. We're going backwards. This I'm next movie, puppets. <laughs> Never ending story too. It's gotta be puppets. puppets. I think I said that on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I see Brie Larson and other Marvel women are trying to pressure the studio into an all female Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna take much pressure. They kind of I, already I don't either. And then after that it. comes out, we'll make an all guys Avengers movie next. Then. Okay. <laughs> They've already done that four times. <laughs> oh, there's girls in those movies. Oh, okay. We'll just leave that one at that. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I was trying. I was I was digging deep for news this week. Mm-hmm. I, every time I see this, these articles, I think of that picture that I shared where that guy mapped out Phase Four. <laughs> <laughs> remember, that, remember that picture? Yeah. It's what's well, the dude from uh, It's Always Sunny, isn't it? Was it him who did that? I think so. And it was like um, a force. Then it was like Fantastic Four, but women. <laughs> and then the next minute it was like yeah. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, uh, Bratz, the movie. <laughs> it was like MCU Phase Four. All these chicks, all these girl movies. Fantastic Four, but women, said underneath. They could do that. Yeah. She-Hulk, Medusa. Bratz, part of the MCU. <laughs> Crystal and Sue Storm. There you yep. go. There you go. Val, How about Valerie Richards? Um, so some Star Wars news. What do you have for us here? Star Wars. Uh, want me to read it? Yeah, because you didn't. Send Episode me the nine thing. will finally feature the Knights of Ren. Revealed that Kylo Ren's helmet was inspired by the Knights of Ren and not the other way around. Yeah, and apparently these came from like official like Star Wars inside. They released uh, Lucasfilm stuff. Pictures of the pops. Oh really? What are the they? Are they? They all look like different Kylo Ren in different sizes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, it's like his elite, like guard or whatever and yeah they gave them all names i forget but they're not they're not going to release anything even like not even going to like shows like talk about their species Mm -hmm. what they are before the movie um but they've said that his helmet was inspired by them not the other way around they look cool yeah they do look cool and then you had something out here about a trip back to Endor. That's going to be in episode nine. Yeah, the site, the site of the second Death Star crash. So we may get to see Ewoks again. I love it. <laughs> here we go. And a jungle planet. And that yeah, the 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 scene where she's throwing the death the yeah the, death trace, star. the Death Star the lightsaber really the tree. There's probably going to be another Death Star in this movie too. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, they, they, they keep they, rebuilding them they, in they a couple years. Rebuilding. They don't realize planet size portion. <laughs> Quit putting vulnerability spots in these damn things. <laughs> and, at least move it. Don't put it right in the middle. Yeah, don't put it in the middle. Hide it. Put it like right on the outside so no one knows where it is. <laughs> All those poor independent contractors building. Yep. Yeah, it'd be like. Are we going to really put a spot that if you blow it up, the whole thing's going to explode again? Yeah, yeah, well, why yeah wouldn't that's you what we do. <laughs> why wouldn't you put it in there? It's got to have a weak spot. How would the good guys win if we didn't have a weak spot? Right. <laughs> All right, let's go into some TV news now. So, uh, first on the list here, Batwoman debuted this Sunday. Did you watch it? I did not, because I'm not caught up on the rest of it yet. Okay, I won't spoil then. But um, it, it was good. I liked it. I heard it got better ratings than even Supergirl. 
It did good, and it did good on its rerun. Like a million people watched it on the rerun on Tuesday wow. night after Flash. Nice. So, um, everyone forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, everyone I, forgot about it. Sunday. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, I watched it Sunday, and I, I like it. I think Ruby Rose did a good job. Um, it's good, you know. They're, it's different bat stuff. Like Luke Fox is in it. Luke Fox is Batwing. Lucius okay. Fox's son, yeah. you know, um, he was the second Batwing. He's the current Batwing in the comics. So, okay. like, I'm sure he'll get a suit and start firing Eventually. on it. I'm sure they're going to add probably a lot more members of the Bat family. Um, Magpie's, like, the main villain. Okay. One of, you know, that's a Catwoman rival. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're doing different people like that. Um, Batman's gone. It takes place in Earth-1. It's not like an Earth 2 world or Earth 3, like Supergirl. Okay. Or so she's in there with Arrow and Flash and all that. Um, yeah, you know, good action. She's not bad. Um, it's definitely a show that that the lesbian community will love. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, Batwoman's been a lesbian in comics for a while. She's not a character they turn. Yeah, she always was. You know, but they hit more on it here than they ever do in the comic. Like, when you read the Batwoman comic, like, it's not really like what defines her a, a lot. Like they, it's a sides thing, you know. Like they don't mention it right away. Where in this show, they went right to it. Okay. Like she gets kicked out of the army because well, it's an Arrowverse show because that's that's a requirement. Yeah, it's Greg Berlanti. He's he's gay himself, so he puts it's it's right at the beginning of the show. It's like her and her girlfriend. She's kicked out of the military because she's gay. I'm like that. Didn't, okay. A lot of this stuff didn't really happen in the comics but you know they moved on from it and mm-hmm. the way she got the suit and her relationship with bruce that she talks about a bearing i mean it's like it's like it's just going to be like the, the arrow replacement mm-hmm. instead of having steven amell you're gonna have ruby rose because they're gonna put like it has the same dynamic they're gonna do the team they always do a team team flash team arrow you know your support group supergirl does the same thing they had yeah. manhunter and monel so they're just gonna add all kind of there's a lot of people they'll they'll slip in there you know yeah i wouldn't be surprised if one of the canaries ends up on that show too could be you know like in a birds of prey type thing maybe they'll do Catwoman. you know because in the comics uh the first black canary came from gotham right dino lance mm-hmm. i think so i'm pretty sure she was in, She's gotham, in gotham a lot with the, bird, yeah. with the birds and all that um flash premiered their new villain of the year, or, or I don't know if he's going to be the villain of the year, is a villain that I really have never heard of because I haven't read Flash in a while, is Bloodwork. I don't know who that is. Bloodwork, I think, is a new kind of um, rebirth villain. Okay. He, like, controls people's blood <laughs> and makes, like, your blood boil, and then he turns his blood... He's kind of like Venom, but with his own blood. Like, he encases himself and, like... He can turn into like liquid. He turned like blood. There's a Mortal Kombat character that does that controls yeah. blood and can turn blood into weapons. Yeah, he controls right? blood and does st- all the stuff with blood, you know. And it's I don't know. I think if it's Ermac. I'm not sure. I don't either. know if he's going to be the big villain of of the year because they introduced him already. Usually, Flash takes a while, um, but Flash's whole show this year is he, they're building towards this crisis because he's supposed to die okay. and disappear after crisis. So, which. I don't get because Arrow's the show that's going off the air. But Flash is supposed to disappear. But Flash is the one that's supposed to die. Well, no, they've they've said one of the producers came out or showrunners came out and said, yeah, Flash is dead. Yeah. So are they really going to take Grant Gustin off the air and and put Wally West on? Yeah. Like or something like a new Wally West? You know? No, that's not going to yep. happen. 
Unless Grant Gustin comes back as an alternate Earth version of Wally West, which they could do. I mean, you know, it'll be it'll be him. It'll be like a yep. different one or something like that. I mean, but uh, Bloodworks being played by. Do you remember? Did you watch Heroes? Yeah. Remember Mohinder? Yeah. Yeah. Mohinder's playing. I like that guy. He was a yeah. good actor. He yeah, he's good, a good actor. He was good in Heroes. So her name's Scarlet. Oh, okay. So he's um, hmm. he's your villain. Uh, Walking Dead coming back, renewed for an 11th season also. Jesus. Uh, Lauren Cohen returning to the show as Maggie, of course. Not until next season, Because Whiskey, Drug Cavalier didn't work out. Not until next season, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've already mentioned her, though, in the first episode. Okay, when did this debut? When did Sunday. It? Any good? No. No? <laughs> it was uh, very slow. And they've just been talking. Has the third spinoff started yet? Or third they- spinoff, they have a trailer for it. Out, but there's no name to the show yet, and it it's what ten years like after the whole apocalypse or something like I that. I don't know. It's, because it the says, headline I read it was Walking Dead after the zombies or something. And it's like, like Walking that. Dead takes place in the Walking Dead universe. But they haven't told you what this show's called yet, so I don't know if like this show's going to introduce it or something. Maybe. So not too good. It's just a lot of the same old walking around. Like they find one of the whispers mask, and they're at the Oceanside community, and then they just go into lockdown mode. And then this Russian satellite just crashes there, and then they had to cross the border into the uh, whispers territory. So they're still the fighting the whispers. Mm-hmm. Is Alpha still alive. Deegan mm-hmm. still around. Mm-hmm. Who's he with? He's still locked up, and they let him out to like farm and stuff like that. Hmm. Who's in charge, Daryl? Um, it seems like Michonne is at Oceanside. Um, Carol was out on a boat. <laughs> pirate, pirate now, yeah. instead of Pirate Michonne. Mm-hmm. And then um, Rosita is in charge of Alexandria. And I forget who, where, where all of them were, but Daryl was at Oceanside. Hmm. All right. But it wasn't anything too exciting. Alright. Had so its lowest ratings yet for an opener. I don't know. It's enough already with that show. Mm-hmm. So this is a bit of interesting news. Uh, you know we've been talking about how um, Disney Plus is adding um, X-Men animated series along with a bunch of other ones. Mm-hmm. Did you hear this ridiculous lawsuit yeah. yes. coming out that someone is suing like Marvel and a lot of other people over the use of this song? Because they claim it's from like some Russian fucking <laughs> police woman show. Did you see the clip? Yes. I Did you watch the, cl- the video? I didn't watch the clip. Did you watch the video? No. I watched the video. I mean, it's ridiculous. Is it the like, same song? No. I mean, you can hear parts where they're like, it's like, like ah, uh, it does that like banana, like part of like that. But then it goes down at completely. So it's not like dan 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 da 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 da. No, no, it's not like that. I mean, like there's aspects of it where you're like, oh, that kind of sounds like that one part, but you're like. Then it goes off into a different thing. I'm like, and the guy claims that he never watched this show until 2017, and he just realized. Come on, if it's that similar, don't you think somebody would have been like, Justin, that that's your song from uh, French Policewoman or whatever the stupid shows called? It's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Dan 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 dan. dan, dan. Do you ever see that Villanelle Ice interview where he's explaining the difference between that and Under Pressure? Yeah, and he's like, his song goes dun 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 dun. dun. Or mine's like. Dun 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 dun. I'm like, no, Vanilla, you just said the same fucking song. Like, you try, he, he, he kind of did like, dun 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 dun, put like a little drum beat in there. Like, no, no. no it was no, great. No, no, no. That's worth watching. That's funny. So, uh, yeah. So that, 
you know, sometimes I see these articles out here. I hope they don't change it for Disney Plus. They better not. So I see these things out here, these top ten sometimes, like News of Rom and these things do, and I'm like, i got to put this in here because I thought it was interesting. Um, it was top ten superhero theme songs of all time. And like okay. superhero TV shows, cartoons, whatever. I want to see how many of these, you, if you guessed a couple, pop up on here. So give me one. Um, TV, movie... TV, sh- TV shows, cartoons. No, 60s Spider-Man. Well, no, some movies are under two. Yeah, I'm sorry. 60 Spider-Man was on there. It was actually number two. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, yep. does whatever a spider can. Yeah. I mean, the 90s X-Men has got to be in there, doesn't it? Is. It is. Yep. Um, this is all comic book stuff. Yep. It's all, okay. it's all uh, superhero themes. Super- Power Rangers? Nope. Hmm. Good, um, good, one you probably won't get is The Greatest American Hero. That was number, like, 10. Um, 66 Batman? Yeah, sixty-six Batman's in there. Okay, Batman. Um, another one you guys probably won't get is Space Ghost. I couldn't even tell you what that theme yeah. is. Space Ghost, and they used to do all that weird shit and da 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 da, and yell his name. Um, Brock, there's one that you should just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, you guys probably won't get Flash Gordon. No. no. Flash is going on. I'm, I'm surprised. Flash! Power Rangers. I'll tell you what was kind of funny. is the season premiere of Flash, <laughs> he has to do this, like, really epic thing at the end, and it's, like, all done in, like, the slow motion, and Cisco like, is like, Barry, you ready? And, like, Randy's going to be ready. He puts that song on, and everyone's ears. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I've been waiting years to use it. He's like, it's appropriate. And they're, and they're like, dun, 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 dun. And he's like, crawling through these wormholes and they're like playing it you know it fits so perfectly oh that's good she's like are you kidding me wonder woman was another one that was on there wonder woman um, on that one the the hulk from the 70s nope superman the movie classic yeah and number one is a lot of our it came up as a, it's a this is a cartoon we all liked masters of the universe batman the animated series oh, okay I'm not singing on here. <laughs> Obviously, we sound nothing like it, but that's what it is. Um, weird movie news in here, or TV news in here. South Park, band, tell us about it. So, Uh-oh. South Park. Their second episode of this year was called Band, B-A-N-D, in China. Okay. And there were two storylines. The first storyline was apparently now, I haven't watched like new episodes of South Park forever, but apparently Kyle has a metal band. Okay. <laughs> and they were trying to get big, and their like manager or whatever was trying to get them to kind of... They said basically it was like if you get big in China you're 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 gonna blow up you'll just go everywhere. He said, but your sound is a little you're 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 a little edgy. He's like so basically it was making fun of how Hollywood will like tone things down or change things so they don't piss off the Chinese government so they can release their movies there and make a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. And then um, Randy was selling pot in China. For some reason, because apparently he's a pot dealer now. And at one point in the episode, Randy ends up in a in a Chinese jail, and there is, I believe, 
like I can't remember if it's a mascot or if it's just Winnie, but Winnie the Pooh is there, mm-hmm. and there's a big thing, like people compare the current head of the communist government to Winnie the Pooh, and he fucking hates it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, like the ch- the leader the chi- the leader, of, the leader of, China. of China, and like apparently like he so there's a the big comparison for, to him of Winnie the Pooh. So he got mad, and he fucking hates it. I, I think it's funny that Chinese people are watching South Park. <laughs> well, apparently it was big over there, and it has been completely scrubbed from the internet. Nice, like. You can't find it anywhere people, in China. Chinese people using VPNs and yeah. they're not in, um, in China getting killed by the government. And apparently, and I don't know if this is true because it was either on Twitter or Instagram he sent it out, the um, the electronic DJ producer Zed, he put out on his Instagram page, I have officially been banned from China. I can no longer enter the country because I liked a South Park tweet. <laughs> it could be true. Yeah, it could be true. Did you see that stuff going on with Blizzard? Some guy, like some world champion Hearthstone player, had to like forfeit his title and his winnings and all kinds of stuff because he posted something about Singapore and how he supported them or something like that. So now everyone's boycotting Blizzard. Mm. Jesus. Well, the NBA apparently liked a um, or sent a, a supportive tweet to the protesters going on in China. The protest in. in in favor of the protesters, and the NBA is being blacked out all across China. Wow. Um, it's like their government is not cracking shit yeah. down, man. All right. On lighter news, we love China. Can we play our stuff there? <laughs> yeah, we love China. <laughs> um, I love Chinese food. I just had Chinese food tonight. Uh, Family Guy, American Dad will not be on Disney Plus. Apparently, to stick with Disney Plus's family-oriented programming. But Simpsons will, Simpsons will be. Yeah. In uh, the last bit, Harley Quinn animated DC Universe show premiering in November. Yep. Which is good. Um, I'm caught up on Titans till I'm, tomorrow. I'm not. Uh, tomorrow's episode is the Connor Kent one, which is going to be awesome. Three? No, it's like five or six. Really? Get with yeah. it, Justin. Yeah, I think I just finished episode five. Ah. Yeah. It's really good. It's just great. I can't speak highly enough about this show. It's so good. Are you gonna vote? Are you gonna vote? Damn good. Are you gonna vote? Vote what? Apparently, just like they did in the comics, viewers are gonna be able to vote whether Jason Todd lives or dies. Oh really? Yeah. I want him to live. Well, I want him to pretend like he dies and then come back two seasons from now as Red Hood, which would be great. And they should kill him, and then he's not really dead, and do all that stuff. But yeah, apparently they're leaving it up to the vote, just like they did in the comics. He is a little much to take in every episode. He's very obnoxious. <laughs> but I mean, Dick Grayson's great in that show. Everybody else is great in that show. Like I said, Deathstroke is beyond great. He's so cool. Good. So it's awesome. And yeah, we're finally getting around to uh, Connor. I'm on call this weekend, and I, so I can't go anywhere. So maybe I'll get my subscription back and start it tomorrow. There you go. We're, we're trying to get caught up on Young Justice, too. We've been watching those now, now that uh, we finally finished. Um, Dragon Ball Super came to an end. It was the last American televised, the American dub episode okay. debuted this past Saturday. It was the end of 131 episodes of <sighs> Super that they that they did. The forsaken of a bridge down to two or three episodes. It got super high ratings. <laughs> Tons of people watched it. For 11.30 on a Saturday... 
it was like the highest ratings for like whatever that show is on or Adult Swim or whatever it's on. It was it did huge. It was really good. I I want it back. I I want new shows already, but it was great. We enjoyed the hell out of it. Even though I watched portions of it in Japanese already, it was still cool <laughs> to see it in, in all its glory. But, you know, Goku always comes out on top. But it was good. Can't wait for more. Um, that's it. Do we have any TV news or toy news? No. Nothing too exciting? I have one little thing. Ooh, I, was ex- I was excited. It's not new. It's, it's old news. But um, remember when they released the Golden Girls Funko Pops? Mm-hmm. You couldn't find them. They were they were gone. You could get them on eBay, people buying them. Mm-hmm. Today, I found all four of them as a single packet. Not not like a four-pack, but mm-hmm. like just the four individuals mm-hmm. on Amazon under one like item number mm-hmm. for 35 bucks. so I bought it. <laughs> nice. There you go. Um, there was a bit of um, Marvel Legends news that came out of the Comic-Con last week. Oh yeah, um, um, they've now solicited those secret drops to like collectible stores and stuff like oh, that. Oh really? So they put them in there? Yeah, so they're coming back around. Um, I spent so much trying to find that Reed and Sue that I have on there that, that were the Walgreens exclusives from a few years ago. Uh-huh. And then they released during Comic-Con a new wave of Fantastic Four and they look freaking great. It's, it's there was a it's all it's Johnny not in like flame mode and they come with a new Doom. Remember that Doom that they showed at the... Do you have Johnny up there? I don't have Johnny or Ben. But it comes with a new Doom and, and I think two other characters in the wave they haven't revealed yet. It's the four of them, Doom, and then like two other ones that aren't in there, and they haven't released what their what their build a figure is. But <laughs> they look great. They have like a almost like black costumes on. Okay. With like blue belts and like blue boots. You should flip those ones and, and, those. and uh, they look cool. And you know they haven't showed what the attachments they come with. There was a Stan Lee one released. Stan Lee's coming Last, out. Yeah. Uh, he comes with like a cap shield. He's going to be like an exclusive that you can only buy certain okay. places. And then I saw today, there's, are they, you said, you were talking a week or two weeks ago about like the random drops that they're just yeah. getting with like no warning. Well, tonight, I guess, is the first one. Um, they did War Machine. Okay, so maybe it's not the first one. These, um, but uh, it's um, Beetlejuice in with it when he has his spikes. Well, that's not Marvel Legends. No, I would. They said Funko Pops. Oh, Funko Pops. Okay. Um, it's Beetlejuice. <laughs> we were talking Marvel with the spikes uh-huh. and the strip club hotel thing in a in like uh-huh. a two pack. Nice. Two pack. Two packs coming out. Two so. pack Shakur. Um, but that's all I saw. I don't think there was any other major. The Stan. There's a Stan Lee Marvel Legends figure. Mm-hmm. That looks cool. Is that size six and quarter? That'd be cool to have in the middle of all. Yeah, he comes with like a Thor hammer cap shield. It comes with a bunch of like. Iron Man helmets. Things he had like nothing that. to do with Captain America. Uh, they could give him a shield, you know. <laughs> but he looks good. The Fantastic Four wave looks good. I can't. I probably will get that. Um, so disappointed in the in the announcements of these because like uh, these Dragon Star. I point like the people that I'm talking about. <laughs> Dragon Star lineup for Dragon Ball figures. Like the wave that's coming out next has. Different p- different characters that like you haven't seen, mm-hmm. so they just went through. Do they all have like a, an orange karate gi and no, spiky hair. No, they're not Goku or Vegeta's. <laughs> they were they were people like they haven't made yet, like supporting characters. So they just went through this episode through this thirty one arc. It was called the Tournament of Power. They fought these people from different dimensions. So they fought ten different people from like eight different dimensions. So it's like eighty new characters that were all in this like story arc. So people were like, wow, there's two more waves coming out. 
like it better be like these this guy was cool this guy was cool i'm like wow there's so many possibilities they released it and they're just it's just more vegetas and gokus <laughs> and they resized them so that vegeta's the same shorter than goku now and goku's taller now and i'm like i don't fucking care i don't want more vegetas and gokus like i have enough look how many vegetas and gokus are on that shelf <laughs> So, totally disappointed with them. I'm not collecting them anymore because they, they're they dropping the ball on that one big time. You have so many characters you can do. You're just like, yeah, just keep making. Marvel does the same thing, though. They always have an Iron Man, a Wolverine, or a Spider-Man in every yeah, way. there's a lot of that. A lot of re- repetition. Iron Man armors are easy to do. Yeah, at least they're different. Speaking of Wolverine, um, just announced during their Dawn of X panel at, at the Comic-Con... Um, he is getting his own book now, Wolverine number one, because he wasn't on the dock. It was just those six books that mm-hmm. Hickman's doing, but he's getting his own now, which uh, Good. I'm excited about. I haven't read the final to the House of X, Powers of X. That came out this week. You haven't either. But the one from the week before was crazy. Like, <laughs> am I allowed to spoil some things for you, or do you want to read it? I'll read it eventually, but by the time I get around to it, I'll probably forget what you say right now. So <laughs> they basically have... They're not doing any more timelines. They're staying in the timeline that there are. Okay. And their basic goal is that they're making that island, that mutant island they live on, Kuroka. How do you Krakoa. say? Krakoa. Krakoa. It's going to be its own government. Okay. So they're going like to have Genosha? their. They're going. Yeah, like, but like, they're going to have like a government. They're going to have a, an elected panel that like will change every five years or whatever with different people on it, and it's like four sections of the island it's like three people per section and all this stuff and they're inviting all mutants to like live on this island and they're gonna like have they have they have xavier announced to the world they have a flower that like cures cancer and cures all these other things but they're not going to give it to humans for free because they don't deserve it like mm-hmm. they're going to have set a trade like they want things for it and they're going to like make yeah. it available and they're like they want to be established as their own government so it was like magneto um, Xavier, and it's like, I think Beast or something, or like one part. Then they invited Emma, Sebastian Shaw, and like another member of the Inner Circle Hellfire Club mm-hmm. to be a part of it. And then they included Sinister, Apocalypse, like Exodus, all these villains. And like Apocalypse came to the island and was like, they're like, you can't, they're like warning him, you can't do any of this shit here. And he was like, no, this is what I've always wanted. You idiots didn't listen to me. We want to, <laughs> we want to, I want to be the dominant. So he joined them. So I'm like, who are they going to fight? Like, everyone's... All their main villains are... Magneto's with them. They're mm-hmm. all... All the main guys all, all lined up. They're going to fight the humans. They're going to fight humans or whatever. But they've mastered creation. Okay. So, in the book before, Cyclops, Gene, Angel, like, M, a bunch of them, Nightcrawler, all die. It's like six of them die. Okay. And you're like, well, what are they going to do? Because Cyclops is in his own book. So they go to the secret part of the island, and they have these mutants in there they call the Five. And do you remember the mutant named Gold Balls? There was that, like, goofy mutant that was on that yeah, one run yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. And he would just pop these gold balls all out of his body and, like, throw them at people. And he was real lame. And, like, he ends up getting killed, and they were like, well, Gold Balls is stupid. So these five mutants, Gold Balls, and you know the way Hickman does, like, everything's, like, a paragraph like this to explain his power. Mm-hmm. Gold Balls makes these gold balls. What they find out is these balls are actually eggs, <laughs> but they're non-livable. Like, okay. they can't create anything. They're useless, but they're, like, bio-organic. So he creates the balls, creates, like, these six balls. Then Proteus, who's, like, number four of the five mutants, 
turns the ball because he can warp reality. Turns mm-hmm. the balls from non-supporting life to supporting life. Okay. Then, um, what's his name? Elixir, who's like number three on it. Elixir like has the healing hands. Mm-hmm. Elixir creates the spark of life in this form and like gives it like brings it to life. And they start growing this mutant body. And then they put the DNA that they've taken from like whoever was supposed to be in there into this person. And then there's that one mutant. She's new too. She was on a team with Gold Ball. She warps time and slows down time. She ages them. Okay. And then Hope Summers is the one that connects all to them and the, so they all work in unison. And they bring these people back. Xavier, they didn't go show you like 10 years ago, got with Forge and created this super like Shi'ar computer that hovers around Earth. Mm-hmm. And he downloads every beginning of every week, he makes a, a memory, like mind copy of uh, every mutant on the planet and uploads it to this like place. Okay. And it's uploaded to like five different locations. And it's stored on like Shi'ar crystals because the storage is so massive. You know, mm-hmm. like Shi'ar crystals are. And Forge built the machine for him because Forge is the only one that knew how to do it. Okay. And he and then every year he does a bigger copy, like a year long copy. That process takes like and explaining all this takes like three weeks. <laughs> he goes into hiding to make these copies. So he has a mutant conscious of every mutant on Earth. And then Xavier's the last person in the step. He downloads like <laughs> so it's your it's you from the week before. And he downloads you into this body. And then they have this big ceremony. And out pops new Cyclops, new Wolverine, Gene. They're all reborn. And they're like, what happened on the mission? And they're like, well, you all died. And and that's how they're like breaking everybody life. <laughs> like, you completely just cheated that, like, no one can die in X-Men comics now. Yeah. Because of Gold Book. a bad week. I'm going to reboot to Friday. <laughs> yeah. They just reboot you. They bring you right back. And they don't do it for everybody. Like, it, it was like this thing. And he was like, no, they're key to our thing. We're bringing them back. And he just brought them back. It's like, hmm. that's crazy. And it was like a whole book explaining I, this. I don't see them doing that in the cinematic universe. <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't seen how this is going to line up in the cinematic universe. I thought that was the whole point. I thought it was the whole point, too. But the X-Men are crazy. I mean, they have their own country <laughs> now. It, it that all, could be what they, they take from it. It almost feels like too, too big. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I miss the X-Men in a school. Eight yeah. mutants on the team. Yeah. Fighting against other mutants. Fighting against oppression and all mm-hmm. that. Now it's like... Well, I think that's where the movies will go. Now the X-Men in the book is like, holy shit, the X-Men own a fucking country. They're <laughs> curing cancer. They're rebooting themselves. You know, Something's not right, though, because I don't think it's Xavier. I still He wears that helmet. He walks. Mm-hmm. He, he never takes it off. You never see his face. I'm like, something's off in this book. Like, So I don't know if this is like spoiled in the last one. I'll talk about it next week. But it was it's crazy shit. You're reading. You're like, wow, what the fuck is Gold Balls doing? <laughs> gold Balls. It's a uh, great name. Yeah. Uh, so, video games. You had something about... So, yeah. I put this on here. I didn't even know. Apparently, Pittsburgh has a professional esports team. The Pittsburgh Knights. And they've had a partnership with the Steelers for a couple years. They just last summer, I think, announced a partnership with Wiz Khalifa. And hey. now, today, they've announced Evgeny Malkin has invested into the team. Yes. Um, he's a big gamer himself, and he wants to help foster the growth here in Pittsburgh. That's cool. Um, but, like, I got on their website. They've got some pretty, like, not anybody that I know, because I don't really, I don't follow the competitive gaming mark, like, scene. But apparently some of these guys are, they're big, big names in the gaming industry. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, I didn't even know Pittsburgh had a pro esports team. Neither did I. So. Now, this will transition to the sport. Well, no, we got we got some video game news first. Go ahead with that. Well, Justin and I talked about a 24-hour Pokemon live stream. Okay. It was a total bust. <sighs> they revealed a total of five things throughout this 24-hour period. She had to was watch 24 hours to see five. Was it yeah. for It was for Pokemon Go? Sword and Shield, the new uh, oh. Switch game. Oh, okay. And they showed, the big thing they showed was a Galarian Ponyta that looks like a My Little Pony. So instead of the fire type, it's now a fairy type, I think. And in the second form, they're predicting is going to be a Pegasus. Okay. Wow. And that was it. And they showed a new Pokemon called, like, Impinimp, I think. It's and you have to watch this for 24 hours. Yeah, I put it on for a little while. I watched it for, like, an hour while we were eating. What were they doing the whole entire time? It was just a single shot of this forest scene. <laughs> so it was exactly what I predicted. Yeah. It was a, tra- like and then, a trail cam. But nothing happened in the, in the hour and a half I watched it. And then yeah. all of a sudden something appeared on just the screen. Just, like, something would walk across, make a little noise, and then go into the bushes or something. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a complete bust. <laughs> Oh, so I watched crazy. people's YouTube reactions to it instead of like actually what one guy was able to capture it was one I think it was seven minutes and ten seconds it was in the twenty four hour period of what that's a that's something a, was that's on the pretty screen. bad yeah yeah that's uh, that's shitty it was pretty funny because he was like they he recorded his reaction because he was streaming it yeah. and you could just see him fading <laughs> the whole thing it's pretty funny. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that because it, it, it seemed to be a bust to me. They've shown very little stuff for this game, like new Pokemon and things like that. Yeah. So I don't think there's much to see. Okay. Is my theory. That's why they've been quiet. Cool. It did have a couple other little things. Go ahead. Um, Stadia coming out next month in November. They're thinking it's going to ship like the 10th, 11th, 12th ish of November. Um, some new games announced for it. They announced the. Um, that Red Dead Redemption 2 is finally going to go to PC okay. and confirm that it will also go to Stadia. I already have it for PS4, so I don't really care. Nice. I'm not going to get it. But Did you get um, your Stadia yet? No, that's it's going to ship in November. Okay. Um, a couple other... I'm trying to think if there were some other cool games. Um, but the one that I'm looking for that I really want them to announce that they haven't yet is the new Star Wars game. Um, I really, cool. really want that to go to Stadia just because I want to try it out. Um, but because that'll give me that's something I'm really excited about to buy. And if I have to, I'll buy it for PlayStation or PC. But Get I want it s- since I'm getting Stadia, I want it to be on Stadia so I can buy some games for that and mm, okay. put some content out there. So otherwise, I'm just gonna be buying shit that <laughs> just for the sake of buying it because I want to be able to play it. Mm-hmm. So nice. All right, so I was going to say transition into sports. Are the esports people you talk about all banged up like everybody else in Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think so. Pittsburgh's really banged up with injuries. They are. Penguins have got people down. Steelers have yeah. got half the friggin' team down. <laughs> Steeler Nation's very sad. Remember when Ken said the Steelers were going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I don't uh. think that's going to happen. <laughs> but Ken said. He said he called it. Well, <laughs> good thing I didn't pick the Bears are going to miss Super Bowl because they're terrible, too. <laughs> they have a better shot. 
go over to London just to lose to the Raiders. <laughs> I well, hate those stupid European games, by the way. That's their so. own fault, though. He didn't. I didn't realize. He told me they didn't even go over there until, like, Friday. It was so stupid. John Gruden took his team over there on Monday. The uh-huh. Raiders played over there all week long, practiced there all week long. Got over the stupid, jet lag. And stupid everything. Matt Nagy took him over there. They got there, like, Friday evening. They had one day there, and they played the game. They looked completely tired and, and lost in the first half. Got down 17 nothing right off the bat. You know, they came back and scored 21 points and took the lead. You know, the Raiders scored at the end of the game. But was, you know. I was never so annoyed watching that game. <laughs> at the end of that game, it was like the Raiders have to go 97 yards for a touchdown. And then it was like they go, Bears intercept the ball. It was like, yes, intercepted. Roughing the passer. Oh, okay. Take that off the thing. Bears stop on fourth down. Raiders are punting. Yes, we're going to get the ball back. We can run out the clock. The Bears run into the kicker. Running into the kicker. Oh, the first down, Patriots get the ball. Or they get, Raiders get the ball back. Then it's, they stop, and again, it's fourth down. It's like fourth and one. Oh, they're punting. They fake punt it and get like 30 yards on a fake, on a fake punt. I'm like, oh, this fucking game. I'm really convinced they can call roughing the passer on every play if they wanted every to. Every play. Every play. Ridiculous. It's it's been it's another one of those fouls this year that's been so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Rudolph yeah. literally gets knocked out cold, and there's no flag. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we tackle somebody around the ankles, and they call. Well, they it, they call it a lot on these la- on these end drives too. Like mm-hmm. if you're like if it's anywhere close to keep the drive going, they call it. You know, there's a big yeah. interception. It's fourth down. Oh, roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes the game more exciting. Well, if I'm going to watch sports entertainment, I'm going to watch wrestling. Right, transition into wrestling. <laughs> uh, SmackDown Live debuted last week on Friday. I thought they did a good job. But they did a good job too. Uh, I know he's like annoying because people are tired of all his movies. But when The Rock returns to wrestling, it has such a feel that just it's great. I didn't like how they used Baron Corbin as the guy to bury though. Baron Corbin's so good with that, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he draws such natural heat because he's so good at his job. <laughs> and, like, he's the kind of guy, like, you need a guy out there to go draw heat. Uh-huh. Remember when The Rock came back when, like, Rusev used to draw that heat? Yeah. They were shitting on America, and then The Rock returned to New York City, and the crowd went nuts. Like, Baron, everyone hates Baron Corbin because he's so good at his job. <laughs> the Rock came out. He looked so cool in that entrance, that big, huge entrance that they mm-hmm. have. You know, all the things he was saying to me, he's still good. You is know? he back back, or is that just a one-off? That's no, just a one-off. Okay. They probably paid him. Because they were saying, like, The Rock's back. And a shitload of money for that one appearance. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they didn't have The Undertaker and Sting on, because they ran out of cash. Because The Undertaker <laughs> tweeted, they didn't need me, but tonight they didn't call me. Like, no, they got The Rock on. Probably had to give him $4 million, so they were like, take or stay home. You know, we've seen you. Uh, you know, people have seen you. Because him and St- Sting was at, at the event. Yeah, I saw him on the blue carpet. They didn't mention him or anything. They didn't mention him. And then Hogan and Flair came down and sat in the ringside. Mm-hmm. You know. I saw Hogan. Something on Facebook came through my my feed. Hogan wants one more match in the WWE. Nah, he don't want one more match. He can't do he, it. He's, a th- he's so hurt and old. and He's at the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, I watched that TNA special this week, and they were wrestling the Briska. Did you see that? No. And all, oh my, they are so old. They're sixty-two and sixty-four. Can they still go? Oh my god! You know what? People commenting on it, like, who's the blonde? Robert Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton. He had like one of the Briscoes was in the corner, and he ran over and like he jumped, and the Briscoe caught him, put him up on his shoulders, and then he did like a hurricane run and flipped him over. So he picked him up for him. 
Yeah, but like you could tell Briscoe did like all the work. <laughs> and then like they both ran and did this double drop kick uh-huh. to the other Briscoe. They must have been that far off. And I was like, oh, that's really bad. I know, like, wrestling, you're supposed to suspend some disbelief, but, like, man, they didn't come fucking close. Like, and, you know, they're just old. They're yeah. really old. I mean, they were so good in their day, but that was a long time they're ago. They're 64 years old, and they have, like, their shirts come out. The one guy has a big gut and a shirt on, and, like, it's just not, it's not good. People were like, these guys can still go. They're better than anybody in the WWE. I'm like, no, they're not. They're not. They're not. Sorry, they're 62 year old guys are good, but I didn't mind that. I watched that TNN, TNA, NWA it. Power, yeah. Studio Wrestling thing they did. Did it they win the tag team titles? They, yeah, they have the tag team. They're tag team titles. I mean, the roster's bad. It was cool the way they had it with Jim Cornette, and they had like mm. the studio. It, it, you know, it's like watching it like on Saturday yeah. afternoons how they used to have it, but um. No, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go with that. I don't know how many people watch it. It's only on YouTube. Maybe like a TV show to kind of yeah. put that on. You know? Where would you put them, though? I don't know. I mean, YouTube's probably a better place for them. Yeah, I mean, because Impact has a show. Everybody has a fucking show. And mm-hmm. now there's so many wrestling shows. Um, I just saw the results here for Wake 2 of AEW versus NXT. Okay. Um, and AEW won again. All right. Um, AEW was 1.018 million. So they lost about half a million viewers. And NXT was 790,000. And they picked up 300,000 then. Well, according to this, NXT was um, NXT was 878 last week. Oh, okay. So they lost So they went too. down about 100,000. Okay. Uh, All Elite Wrestling was 1.409 million. So they lost 400,000. Mm-hmm. So they dropped a lot more than NXT dropped. NXT dropped... A, little bit. Yeah. But All Elite lost about 400,000 mm-hmm. viewers. It went down a little bit more. Now, baseball playoffs was on the, that night. Yeah. Two games back-to-back were on TBS. Turner Network, the same mm-hmm. thing. Um, so that was a big one because there was, like, it was a big game. They had the Cardinals on and then the uh, Dodgers and Nationals were on. Mm-hmm. People like playoff baseball, so that's gonna yeah. that, that'll hurt it. But, you know, I've, I think eventually the numbers will get yeah. – I think AEW will probably always win – because it's their own show. It's yeah. the only show. Shiny and new. Every WWE person doesn't necessarily watch all of NXT. Mm-mm. You know, you watch Raw, you watch you're like, it's too much. Yeah, it is a lot. You know. Um, but let's, real quick, just talk about Hell in a Cell. Well, it was horrible. It's terrible. It's one of the worst shows I've ever put on. It's horrible. I, I don't understand. They only advertised four matches, yeah. first of all. And then they've just filled it with crap. Like, Here's an eight-man tag. Here's so a they've been building Bray Wyatt's character of the Fiend, this monster. The cr- Where's the creepy mask? Thing. And he has been so hot and popular. Like I mean, he shows up, he attacks Seth Rollins. He shows up, he attacks people. He attacks Kane. He attacks celebrities. Like, and everyone's like, it's so creepy and weird. It's everyone was like, all of a sudden he's in a title picture, and they're like, if he don't win, we're gonna go nuts. And I don't understand why Vince McMahon's like, like well, let's just make him win then. But he has this stupid, fucked up logic mm-hmm. in his brain that he knows better than what fans want. So the night of the match, they're in a hell in a cell, no disqualification match. And everything he hit Bray Wyatt with, he shrugged it off like it was nothing. He beat him with a kendo stick and he just kind of looked at him and laughed it off. And like it was like this monster. And Seth Rollins was like going crazy, like, how do I beat him? 
And then he like, hit his finisher on him twelve consecutive times. So he got he kicked he out on one. Finally got him in the middle of the ring and just started hitting his curb stomp on him over and over to the point where the crowd started booing. Like, what the fuck is going on here? And then he couldn't pin him. He just kicked out. So he just started pounding chairs on him, ladders on him, toolboxes, and was just beating with all these things. And he couldn't do anything. So finally got a sledgehammer out. And he was about to hit the sledgehammer like on top of it. And the official was like, don't do it, don't do it. You're better than this. And then he did it anyway, so he called the match off for Bray Wyatt's safety. And I'm like, you just made your monster look weak. Yeah. Like, he took an ass beating. Like, yeah, he didn't pin him, but, like, he got beat up. Like, it wasn't yeah. scary. It's like, you know. He, and but then, then he did pop up. He popped they up. They put him on a stretcher, and then he, he popped up and attacked Seth Rollins. Attacked Seth Rollins and did his move to him on the concrete and walked away like nothing bothered him. But, like... It, the crowd turned. They were all chanting AEW. The <laughs> entire crowd. 30,000 people chanting AEW. It was like the perfect... AEW didn't have to pay for any advertisement at all. <laughs> they got free advertising. It's like you had one fucking job. Make this guy your champion. Make him destroy Seth Rollins. And walk out as champion. The people would have been talking about you all night. Like, yes, Bray Wyatt. And if champion. you didn't want to put the title on him, just have him like beat him to a pulp and then just leave. People would have been mad at that too. Well, I think that would have been less angry. It would have been less angry. Would have been mad. Don't have him in this match. Yeah. Because it was then revealed that Vince McMahon was like, "Well, we're going into the draft on Fox. It's a big. They're all worried about the Fox thing." He's like, "And I wanted my champions to be Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins, two like known champions. Like, well, then don't have him in a fucking title match, then yeah. you idiot. Yeah. Don't have him. Sh- <laughs> he shouldn't have showed up till Hell in a Cell and attacked Rollins after he fought Strowman in there again. Mm-hmm. Don't have him do it. Have him win it later on." So now they don't know what to do to fix this. Because on Monday night, three-hour show. They never mentioned it. <laughs> and that they was me- their main event They mentioned it one time. In they a like, little video package. They're like, oh, they're, ro- they're both stars. are both banged up. Like They like were like, we do- what do we do? Because they didn't even know what to call the ending of the match. Was it a disqualification, referee stoppage, or what was it? On their own streaming show on Facebook, <laughs> where they had one of their former wrestlers, X-Pac, Sean Waltman, is watching it. With like one of the female wrestlers, one of their online contributors, all these people, and he goes, "What the hell was that?" He's like, "How do you have a DQ match and a no DQ match?" He's like, "I know I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna be probably invited back for this, but how do you have a DQ and a no DQ match?" And I mean, the internet just tore the WWE apart. I'm like, this is why people like are. This is why you have marks for AEW because mm-hmm. of the shit you just pulled. You had one job because mm-hmm. you didn't know what to do, how to like. Vince sometimes doesn't know what to do when he's in between. Oh, we got yeah. the draft. It's going to change the landscape. I read that they want to turn him good already, the Fiend. Yeah, there's all kind of things. You know I think you fix it? Because like, people are like, what do you do now if he just fights Rollins again? He has to fight him again. He has to beat him. He has to steal his title. But before that, I think the Fiend should go after Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I think he should appear in one of her title matches and choke her out. I know, like, man, but he doesn't, like, grab her by the neck. He puts his fingers down the throat. Yeah. You know, like, he should go after her. And I think they should do something where, like, you know, they like to do that Skype shit they do all the time. Mm-hmm. Where, like, he's talking to Rollins is talking to his mom and a fiend appears in the house. Yeah. And then, like, the, camp, the feed cuts. Like, he should attack his family. Make it, like. Get Roman Reigns. Yeah, go after Roman, go after all these people, and mm-hmm. then destroy him and take that title. Leave. Yeah. Seth should go away for a little bit and be broken, and, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. It's the only way you're going to fix it because people yeah. are people are so mad. They're like, you ruined the best thing in wrestling. <laughs> I mean, oh, the outrage. Oh, the outrage was unbelievable. But then again, it got everyone talking about it Vince. Did. It did. So you never know if he's just doing that shit on purpose. Well, the storyline I think they're going for 
is that he's trying to mentally break down Seth Rollins and make him do things he normally wouldn't do. Yeah. And that's trying what he did. Trying to expose him. Yeah. That he's not a hero, like you say. And Right. A friend of mine thinks that Seth Rollins is the mastermind behind all of this. <laughs> to keep keep his challengers at bay. To keep He had uh, Eric Rowan try and kill Roman Reigns just to keep him busy so he didn't come back after the Universal title. Um, and... Then it incorporated Daniel Bryan and all that, and then the, no, so he created the theme. Mm-hmm. And Seth <coughs> Rollins is the mastermind behind all of it to keep his title safe. That'd be crazy. It'd be good if that's yeah. what they they're not gonna they're not gonna do that because yeah. they required a little bit of a creativity yeah. to come up with. <laughs> but you know, you don't have a DQ and a non DQ match. It's just mm-hmm. or even a referee stoppage because mankind. I was there. Got thrown off the top. Of the Jumped thing. off the top of it and landed through tables, and his tooth went through his mouth, and they didn't call the, the match for safety. I mean, the Undertaker almost killed him in real life, and they didn't call it. In real life. So there you go. I don't know. Yeah. See how it plays out. I'm interested still. Both shows were good. NXT and AEW were both good this week, so. Raw was not good. Raw was not good. Raw was a stupid filler, dumbass show, is mm-hmm. all it was. And whenever you have a stupid filler, dumbass show, mm-hmm. it struggles. Yep. It's like you don't know what to do. Sometimes I think they don't manage these shows well enough and plan it out that you don't know. How long is USA going to put up with this? Them putting all their energy into this Fox product. USA is going to get mad, but we'll see after the draft. Depends mm-hmm. who USA gets. Yeah. I mean, if the draft goes off and SmackDown rosters, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, everybody banging on the other show, it's like the B team and, you know, like... They need to have people. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that's why Becky won, that they're going to be like, Becky's still raw. Mm-hmm. Seth is still raw. You know, yeah. uh, that like everybody else. <laughs> but, you know, they, they, they keep a, I don't know. You, if you were to WWE, you wouldn't want to burn that relationship. You've had that for so long. Mm-hmm. And it has your third brand now. Yeah. So we will see. All right, Justin, take us out. Like, share, subscribe, invite. Thanks for listening. Go check out our social media. Go check out kfpodcast.com. Check out on YouTube where we're going to try and convince Justin to like wrestling after we just shit all over. (laughs) Not going to happen. It is. It is. All right. We'll see you later. Bye.